Hey, this is Lord Nocturnus of Nocturnal Moon Podcast, and tonight I'm going to be talking about Ouija boards and using them to contact spirits of the dead and demons and spirits in general. So, there's a lot of uh, different uh, myths as well as rules and uh, stories you'll come across when it comes to Ouija boards, and it's actually a really fun hobby of mine. Uh, that I study, you know, all these different uh, stories people say, you know, about the Ouija board and things that happen surrounding them. And there's a uh, Ouija board uh, museum online. It's some kind of website, and they got uh, different uh, designs throughout the years that the Ouija board has had, uh, different companies, and uh, different horror stories associated with it, as well as tips uh, on how to use a Ouija board and the uh, so-called rules of using the Ouija board. Uh, personally, I've used the Ouija board since I was around 16 or 17 years old. And most of the time I've had good experiences with it. And uh, contrary to popular belief, you can use a Ouija board by yourself, you know. It'll actually help you have a greater connection with the spirits you're trying to talk to because you don't have someone else's influence moving to, moving the planchette. But and I also collect Ouija boards. I probably have about five or six of them. Uh, I have uh, one or two homemade ones that I did myself, and uh, yeah, they have a dark beauty about them. Ouija boards do. And I definitely recommend uh, getting into uh, collecting them. But on to the practice of using the Ouija board. What you'll want to start off with is uh, buy you a new board that's never been used before. And uh, that way you'll know what exactly you're getting into. Because sometimes spirits like to get trapped in a board or like to get uh, attached to a board. And when you uh, use like a really old Ouija board, sometimes the only entity you're going to contact is that being. So it's good to start off afresh, you know, anew. And uh, once you get the Ouija board, get a feel for it, you know, uh, put the planchette on it and uh, spell out different words. Get used to uh, moving it across the different letters and spelling out different names, different words, and uh, run through the numbers and just get a feel for where all the numbers and letters are. That'll go a long way in helping you to uh, discern more uh, clearly written words instead of the words coming out jumbled and stuff like that. Because the thing is, uh, the spirit is going to use a mixture of its energy and your energy to uh, spell out the words that it wants uh, you to uh, see. And when you're starting out to use the Ouija board, if you're going to use it by yourself, call out to a being that you trust or that you know you have a good uh, working relationship with. Say like if you uh, work with the demon Asmodeus on a regular basis. Uh, him in particular, he is uh, report reported to... Uh, come through Ouija board when called and he would be a good one to work with and you can tell him that you know you're trying to develop your skills at using the Ouija board and he should come through 
and uh, communicate with you. What you'll want to do is you'll want to uh, put your hand on the planchette lightly, both hands, like the uh, index and mid middle finger of both hands on the planchette lightly and uh, slide it around in a circle a bit slowly and just kind of let yourself go into a trance. And then when you when you feel kind of lightheaded or heavy-headed, different people feel differently about it or feel a different way uh, when that trance hits, then call out to the entity that you seek to talk to. Say if it's your grandma, grandfather, brother, whatever. Call out to them, uh, speak their name loud and clear, and you can say their whole name. And focus in your mind on an image of them. And you can go one further and uh, think about how that family member or that friend made you feel when they were alive, when they were around you. And just kind of envelop yourself in that feeling, you know, that energy that they gave you. Because every person has a different, unique energy to them. And in that way, you can hone in on their presence and you can call them forth and speak to them through the Ouija board uh, better than just calling out into the open air without focusing on an image of them in your mind and without focusing on their presence. But when you got that uh, image in your mind and their presence around you, you sense them. Allow the, the uh, planchette to move to different uh, words and letters. And uh, one cool thing I learned early on is if you're getting slow messages, what you can do is you can close your eyes and focus upon them and then let the planchette move by itself. And try to talk to them in your mind. When you're doing that, you'll hear uh, in your mind thoughts and impressions come to you. It might be emotions, might be visions. But allow that to direct the planchette. You'll you might hear a word, uh, car, or you know, a number, or any kind of word, you know, and then your hand will naturally spell out that uh, word and just let it happen. Don't try to uh, stop it from spelling out what's in your mind, because that is a good way to bridge the communication gap between the spirit and yourself through the board. Because, in truth, when you get really good at the Ouija board, you won't even need it so much anymore to communicate with the spirit. You can just tune in to the person you want to talk to and then communicate, you know, non-verbally in mental imagery and stuff like that. But uh, when you're just starting out, it's best to just take things slow, work with a being that you, uh, you're really familiar with, and uh, also document uh, what you experience when you use the Ouija board. Any uh, important messages that come through, write down the weather, uh, write down the date and time, and maybe even how you're generally feeling at that particular point, because all these things can uh, influence what kind of messages you get through the board. Um, another thing is uh, if you try calling out into the open air to any wandering spirits that are around, that's a good way to uh, start building up and building up a Ouija grimoire. You start contacting all these uh, spirits who come through your Ouija board. They want their uh, message known. They want their name known, so they can grow power over this realm. And uh, 
you can just start writing out different uh, names of spirits that you contact and uh, write down what uh, they want to tell you, what their energy is like. And um, within a few months' time, you know, you'll have a book full of spirits and you can work with them in more traditional uh, ceremonial work or uh, invocations or evocations, you know. So the Ouija board is a really good uh, opener of the way, so to speak. Uh, people say, you know, you can't use the Ouija board by yourself. It's, it, it's bullshit. I mean, you're completely safe as long as you don't act upon everything that the spirits tell you to do. Uh, there was this uh, woman who uh, was practicing astral projection, and a spirit told her that getting a COVID vaccine would be bad for her spiritual development. And, you know, that should raise some red flags right there. That's, that's bullshit. A vaccine is always good for your body and your mind and your soul, unless you're allergic to it, you know. And uh, But, yeah, you'll come across a lot of spirits who uh, have a tendency to lie to you or the trickster spirits. That's just because they're trying to have fun with the humans that they interact with, the people who think to call upon them for knowledge or whatever. They're like, all right, I'll show you kind of deal. So that's something to watch for. Uh, believe but verify. Uh, write down everything the spirits uh, teach you, but then research it afterwards. Um, another thing that uh, is in the quote-unquote rules is that you should close a session afterwards. Basically, move the planchette down to goodbye and slide it across goodbye. I, that's one thing that I actually agree with because you open up the Ouija board session by, like I said, you know, putting the planchette on the board and putting your hand on it lightly, I start spinning it around in circles slowly, you know, just to get the feel for the automatic writing effect. But that's my opening, personally. Everybody finds their own ways of opening the Ouija board. But the closing should be go down to the goodbye and say goodbye. And slide it across there and then take the planchette off the board. I have tried to experiment with uh, leaving the board open and leaving the planchette on the board because I heard that uh, from some people's experiences that a spirit can take a hold of the uh, planchette by itself and move it around and it'll be on a different letter at different times of the day and stuff, but I've never experienced that. It's always remained the same. Uh because, you know, I'm I'm scientifically minded mixed with uh, mystically minded. So I like to experiment with things, you know, with a scientific perspective. But uh, along the same veins of experimentation, try using uh, different invocations from books like the Simon Necronomicon, like the preliminary invocation of uh, the spirits of Kutha of the Lost. That's a good necromantic invocation. Also, the conjuration of Ia Adu Eni. That's a good conjuration to draw the spirits to your uh, Ouija board. If you're into the experimentation type mindset. Uh, for demons, uh, you can go the demonolatry route and you can uh, chant their in. Which is a short uh, invocation to that demon uh, in the uh, demonic language. Like uh, for the demon of fire, Flarios, you would say Ganic Tasa Fubin Flarios. And you say that over and over and over again while you're uh, using your Ouija board. <laughs> the cool thing with fire demons and Flarios in particular is 
when he comes through the Ouija board, you'll see the uh, planchette moving left and right, left and right, like almost like a uh, incense flowing through the air, or you know, flames flickering in the darkness. I mean, it, it's it's really cool, and you'd have to experience it to know what I'm talking about. But it gives you the kind of the feeling of an energetic fire. But uh, the best uh, demons to work with on the in the early stages of uh, Ouija board uh, channeling practice would probably be the uh, elemental demons of uh, Belial for Earth, Lucifer for uh, Wind, Flerios for Fire, and Leviathan for Water. Each one will move the planchette differently. Each one will have a different energy and a different message for you. But that's a good starting point uh, for my listeners who want to get into the, using the Ouija board you know, during this Halloween season. Uh, location can have an effect on your Ouija board seances. Uh, I've had good experiences both inside a, uh, a haunted inn, uh, inside my own home. Uh, in the woods is another good place to use a Ouija board. You can contact nature spirits that way. Uh, graveyards are the traditional place to use a Ouija board. And you put the uh, board over the um, ground in front of the uh, headstone of the one you want to talk to. And, you know, you call, call them up that way. Um, let's see. I've used a Ouija board next to a river with a friend before. And uh, we called up a entity who went by the name Adad, or I thought it was Adad, you know, some some guy who drowned in the river or something who was a dad, but it was actually, later on I researched it, and it was a uh, Akkadian, I think, uh, no, Assyrian god of storm, Adad, and I asked him, uh, you know, later on when I came back, I did another uh we just seance and called upon him and I said, if you are this being that you say you are, can you cause the wind to pick up? And this huge rush of wind just came up the river really, really hard and fast. And that was a cool experience. Okay. Uh, I was using the Ouija board one time in their graveyard. It was a uh, Confederate graveyard uh, with uh, a previous bandmate. And the spirit that came through said its name was Azazel. And for whatever reason, it did not like my uh, bandmate. And it choked him and he fell backwards uh, onto the ground and he couldn't breathe for about 20 or 30 seconds. So I have seen somebody get attacked while using the Ouija board before. But it's a rare experience. Usually in that place for some strange reason, after a certain time of night... The area, the air gets really thick, and you just feel like stuff does not want you to be there, you know. So, uh, it's been years since I've used a Ouija board there at that location. But, uh, yeah, different places will give you different experiences, definitely. Uh, as far as uh, dangers of using the Ouija board, there are some, but there are ways to protect yourself. Uh... For one thing, you can wear an ankh or any other kind of necromantic uh, protection talisman. And also working with spirits that you know, you know, for a fact is not going to harm you. Uh, personally, I've, I mean, I've heard about 
some women who worked a Ouija board before and all of them were uh, pregnant when they used it. And, and whoever they communicated with uh, was a dark entity and it caused each woman there to have a miscarriage. So uh, I wouldn't recommend using a Ouija board if you're pregnant. Uh, I would say um, make sure that you're mentally chill like you're not having any serious anxiety issues or emotional issues then you should be okay to uh, go ahead and open up a Ouija, a Ouija session either with people or by yourself and like I said document your experience as far as uh, people you want to use a Ouija board with uh, find people who are not biased to the whole practice who aren't going to just fuck with you and you know spell out things just to scare everybody Find people who are actually genuinely interested in the occult and genuinely interested in contacting spirits of the dead or demons. Those are the best ones to work with who aren't going to fuck up the results. But like I said, in my personal opinion, uh, just uh, doing it yourself is uh, you'll get the best results there. Um, yeah, I've communicated with... Uh, Demons of the elements, uh, I've came across a lot of different, uh, satanic, uh, entities, spirits of people who have died, uh, people who've committed suicide, uh, and a lot of these beings, they just want to be heard, you know, they just want, uh, someone to hear their message and hear their story and, you know, share it. And uh, it's like picking up a phone and dialing a random number unless you know who you're trying to call up. So it's a it's a genuine occult practice. It does need to be respected. And those who use it, those who use the Ouija board need to be in the right frame of mind. Uh, you know, stable mentally. Because I shake my head all the time when I see these... Uh, YouTube videos of people using Ouija boards and they're freaking the hell out, freaking each other out, and they start acting completely retarded and, you know, scared out of their mind. And it's like, what you're doing, that's called self-possession, and that's also called an adrenaline rush. You're scaring yourself into an experience. And uh, nine times out of ten, that's not going to lead anywhere good. Try to keep a cool head, try to focus on the experience and communicating with the spirit. And uh, close out the session and write it down. Go on with your life, you know. It's a potent tool when you know how to do it. But don't fuck up and uh, be disrespectful and act all crazy just because you're thinking you're communicating with something, you know. Respect it and it'll respect you. But I hope this gave y'all some good uh, insights into uh, using the Ouija board. I uh, hope y'all are having a good night. Uh, obviously, Tanis, hail Lilith.